This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, covering off a lot of uh, the bases this afternoon, we've got uh, a story that I've got to share with you because it was festering for the last couple of days with the uh, first murder of 2019. And if you ever needed proof that we're soft on crime, uh, this one, spell it out in spades. We'll get to it shortly. But when it comes to the city of Toronto, uh, there are others who see certain social issues as, uh, you know, on an equal footing with the, the crime rate, the escalation violent crime. That's affordable housing. It's a big one. It's a big ticket item. Seems now uh, there's a report that short-term rentals, things like Airbnb, are having an impact on affordable housing in the city. Let's find out how that all plays out. Joining me on the line is Torben Whiteitz, who's Airbnb Canada spokesman. Uh, Torben, it's good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Good having me, John. Tell me now, uh, the short-term rentals, I'm talking about Airbnb as maybe the primary example, how are they impacting affordable housing in the city? Well, the city of Toronto has a housing vacancy rate of 1.1%, which is one of the lowest vacancy rates in the country. Um, And if you know someone or if you have ever been uh, recently on the housing market trying to find a place to live, um, it is very, very difficult. There are very few options around. And uh, if you're on the rental market, um, you actually have to pretty much prepare if you would want to buy a place. Like I just recently had to move in July. Um, We signed a new lease and we had to show up with uh, credit scores, letters of employment, reference letters, cover letters, and a whole dossier of of things that were pretty much not not requested just 10, 15 years ago. Um, And Airbnb is a company that uh, literally makes uh, its money by allowing people to rent out their their homes, um, you know, to tourists and guests when they're away. And um, we are a coalition that has no problem with, with you and I sharing our own homes occasionally. Um, but we do have a problem with people that buy up or lease up um, dozens and dozens of condo units for the sole purpose of turning these over to the short-term rental market and running these as ghost hotels in the city of Toronto. And we have looked at the data, uh, monthly data, for um, 2018, and we found that um, Airbnb has enabled ghost hotel operators to um, pretty much remove um, 6,500 entire homes off Toronto's housing market. Um, and those homes are, um, you know, lost to everyone that, that needs to find a place to live in the city. Um, we know that the city has a housing issue. The province of Ontario is currently engaging in a stakeholder consultation process to um, develop their housing supply action plan. And the province has not recognized that short-term rentals are actually a barrier to the supply question in the city of Toronto, which is you know, the tightest housing market in the province. All right. Well, so, Torben, let me just stop you there because I'm kind of curious. Yeah. When you say 6,500 units have been removed mm-hmm. out of the uh, housing equation because of these ghost hotels, you're mm-hmm. assuming if uh, there were no availability to the entrepreneur or the speculator or whoever is purchasing, let's call them these mm-hmm. condo units uh, and blocks of them, uh, that these units would still get built uh because, I mean, they're buying them on a market where they believe that they can return a profit, right? Uh, 100%. Um, and we are not saying that um, there's a problem with that. What we are saying is that these units are being built, uh, zoned, built, approved um, to um, provide housing in the city of Toronto. When the city of Toronto approves a condominium building, 
um, the city is following provincial guidelines to intensify residential zone, residential use in specific areas. All right, so it's so about zoning. When these projects are being approved, we are thinking that we are building housing. What we are in, in, in effect building are hotels that are under the radar, unregulated, where people don't pay commercial property taxes, where the people that actually um, enable this practice don't pay corporate taxes in Canada. So there's a whole gray market that allows these entrepreneurs, as you call them, to operate businesses in legal zone, legal gray areas. And you and I, we, I'm pretty sure, would not want to have a unit next door that is a full-time hotel when we move into an area or when we move into a condo or when we move onto a nice, quiet residential street. And all of a sudden, you discover that your next-door neighbor is actually not your next-door neighbor, but is an investor that rents this place 24-7 uh, year-round to tourists that come and go and come and go and interrupt your own personal life and enjoyment of your own property. Again, Thorben Whiteitz is with us, Fair B&B, Canada spokesperson. So uh, my understanding is the city already, uh, city council, had determined that, as you're saying, uh, this practice is counterproductive to affordable housing to let people get into the housing market and reside in the city proper. Uh, but that's been held up in the courts. Tell us what that's about. Um, that is right. In December 2017, City Council um, approved a set of regulations that uh, struck a balance between allowing people like you and me to rent out our places, our own homes on Airbnb, um, and um, preventing others from buying up units and turning them into hotels and disrupting residential neighborhoods. It was a good set of rules and regulations that have been appealed to what was then the Ontario Municipal Board. And uh, it is being held up at this tribunal um, at least until um, later this summer, until August. But we don't expect anything to happen until the province intervenes and speeds things up until sometime 2020. And what that means is that in 2016, the City of Toronto estimated that we lost 3,200 units to Airbnb. In 2017, it was 4,600 units. Now we are at 6,500 units. So, you know, these are just units that are permanently removed. Airbnb has been growing in this market from 80 units in 2010 to 19,200 units in 2018. So we are expecting to see a much more, uh, a much greater impact on Toronto's housing market if we don't rein in um, the illegal spread as it is now of short-term rentals in the city. Um, And that, again, is not to say that we are not down with, you know, allowing people to rent their homes if they go on vacation, if they go away on the weekend, to tourists or guests if they, if they choose to do so. But we are saying that people that want to operate a business, that want to run hotels, they should treat it as such. And we should, uh, you know, they should essentially do this where it is allowed, where land is zoned for hotel use. All right. Well, when you say reined in, I just wanted you uh, to be explicit. So you're saying there's still some allowance for this uh, short-term rental market. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right. you're not in favor of an outright ban on such. Oh, no, no, not at all. Like, we, we like the idea, like, if, if we have an underutilized space, um, you know, if, if we go away and we visit my family in Europe over the summer and we're gone for three weeks, um, you know, we should be able to rent out our own home. Yeah, but how would you distinguish? How would you distinguish? I mean, you know, there could be a fine line between somebody who, you know, flips their place, uh, you know, for three weeks of the year or during a, a season and they're uh, offshore down in Florida, whatever, they come back. Uh, you know, how do you distinguish, you know, what what is a short-term rental from somebody who's operating as an enterprise? Well, it's, it's very easy. Um, there are 
two ways of doing it. Um, one is that the city has um, established a permit system. So you, you have to get a permit in order to rent your home on Airbnb. And in order to do so, you have to show that the place, the property you're renting is a principal residence. So there are different ways of going about um, showing that. And once you um, have done this, you get a permit number and you are allowed to place your property on Airbnb. Airbnb itself is able to see if a single host operates gazillions of entire home listings. Um, it's pretty clear from their end um, that this host does not live in 16 different entire homes. So, you know, there are different ways of going about it. And it's, it's you know, if you look at the data, it's very easy to determine whether a host has one single listing, which would be you and I when we go and go to Florida or we visit our families elsewhere, um, between this and the host that has 16 entire condo units that that particular host operates full-time year-round as entire homes. So that host definitely is not living in them, um, can't be living in them, and is operating a business and should be treated as such. And, um, you know, that's where we drew the line in the city of Toronto, and I think um, that makes a lot of sense. If you All right, so you're confident uh, that this is going to open up enough rental stock for affordable housing? Um, we never said that this is a solution to a problem that is... Uh, a long uh, has a long history in the city of Toronto. We're just saying that Airbnb is contributing to the problem by removing already scarce living and housing, living space and housing stock off the market. Um, it's just one part of the solution. It's not the solution. All right. Uh, well, rent controls have been lifted. Uh, there are a lot of different fronts we can address this on, but we'll leave you for now. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll wait and see how this one plays out. As you say, it's before the courts mm-hmm. now, and sometime in the summer we may get an answer as to whether or not the city's short-term rental rules uh, will take effect. I appreciate your time, That's Thorben. Right. Thank you for it. Thank you very much. Okay, yeah. Thorben White, it's again Fair B&B Canada's spokesperson. We'll come back in a moment. I've got to share with you, uh, well, further proof that we're soft on crime, <laughs> as if we needed a reminder. Next on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh, my God. The ship is sinking. I can't get out. There's water everywhere. We're going down. I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hurry. Hurry. Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.